Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hey, welcome to today's episode. This is actually coming out on my birthday. And so I wanted to record you an episode where I just shared with you three, uh, they're not just three thoughts, although they're gateway thoughts, right? Which means you might enter through this thought or type of thought, and then I'll show you what the thought really is. Um, but but here's what here's what made me think about this episode. I am turning 36 years old this year, and my brother turned 40. And when I think about turning 36, I feel like bursting with delight. I feel like really content with my life. And I, I mean, I also just feel really young. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm so young. And yet my brother's experience was completely different. And the more I thought about that, I realized that the difference is our thoughts. Now, I know you're shocked, right? You've came to this episode, you've come to this podcast, you've been in my space and you're like, what? Elizabeth is talking about thoughts. Yeah, I know. Shocking. But here's a new angle. And what I think is cool is that when you have a birthday, it's like this this check-in where it's like, unless you don't celebrate birthdays or something like that, right? Like everybody's just aware once a year that a trip around the earth or the sun, whatever happens, has happened, right? Like you turned a year older. And that is a moment to stop and check in with your thoughts about yourself. Your thoughts about this moment of your life and your thoughts about the future. So those are actually the three categories where I have one thought, but it's your thoughts about yourself. It's your thoughts about this present moment and it's your thoughts about the future. So I want to share these with you and I want to, I want to just bring you into the, the building of these thoughts because you can build them as well. And the very first thought, and I'll, I'll kind of go into that more, but the very first thought that I have is this. And I know some of you are going to see this as just like a, like, oh, that's just a fact, but this is a thought that I have. Here it is. I feel really good about where I am at 36 years old. I feel really good about where I am. That's it. I feel really good about where I am. And when I think that, I feel content. And this thought is a gateway thought because really, right, if you step back and you look at what kind of thought this is, it's a thought that looks at your present moment and chooses to have a thought about it that isn't you know, negative, right? Sometimes you guys are like, oh no, like I just, this is the facts of it. But I choose to be in this moment and think that I feel really good about where I am. And when I tell you and talk about building a mind, it's like there are a lot more thoughts that kind of branch off from this idea that I feel really good about where I am in a lot of areas of my life. So I started doing mindset work. I don't know if it's been five years ago yet. Um, it might be, this might be the fifth year actually. So 
when I think about that, I'm just going to like wrap it into like five years ago, I wasn't doing mindset. I didn't even know what mindset was. And for the most part, I have only done work on my mind. So first of all, would be developing the awareness that I have thoughts and that there is a tool that I can use to process my mind and understand myself apart from myself, right? Rather than getting lost in yourself, you can use a tool to understand yourself and help direct yourself. And when I think about not even knowing that back then, that to me is a really huge difference. Like how I experienced myself back when I didn't have these tools was I felt out of control of my future. I felt like I was constantly grappling grappling for the things that I was in control of. And that made me come across as very like, um, maybe demanding, maybe like controlling, um, harsh. I know you guys, when you hear these things, you're like, what? Not sweet Elizabeth. <laughs> and, but it was that way of being because I didn't feel calm and in this moment and in control of my future, or I don't really even think of it anymore as being in control of my future. I think of it as being powerful, like I'm a powerful creator of a future. And I still don't get to know exactly how it plays out, right? We never do. But I feel like I get to decide what it is. And I have a very um, strong belief in my ability to get there systematically, right? Not just hoping, but systematically getting myself there. When I think about how I feel really good about where I am, right? There's a lot of areas in my life, like my experience of myself, how I talk to myself, how I hear my own thoughts, how I feel on a regular basis. I think about my relationship with my husband. And it's not that there was anything wrong with it back then, but I look at how all the work that I've done on myself and on my business allowed me to get to a point where I can just like look at that relationship and be like, okay, what else do I want? (laughs) And I probably told you guys this, but last year I took this course on like, like having better sex And I mean, we started immediately having better sex. I just bought the program and we just were already. And I was like, oh, that's fun. (laughs) But we just decided that we wanted to have more passion and more obsession in our relationship. And it's like I had done so much work on my own self that I was to that point where I was like, yeah, what else do I want to give myself? And I was like an obsessive relationship with my husband. (laughs) I was like, yes, please. And so we created it. I think about when I think about, right, like I feel really good about where I am at 36. I think about, again, this kind of comes back to my relationship with myself, but I think about how I see myself. And when I was 30, I didn't know that I was just a compilation of my own thoughts. I thought that everything I thought was true. I didn't know that I was in neutral circumstance, that I could think thoughts about myself that are true, right? Like that I believe, not just made up thoughts. But I didn't know that I could decide what I thought about myself and think it. Because sometimes you guys like, you get caught up in thinking, and I still do as well, right? We do this, we're normal humans. But it's easy to get caught up thinking something about yourself, like I'm really messy or um, I'm obsessive. (laughs) I know I just said that about my husband, but I I do think I'm kind of obsessive and I get to decide if that's in a way that I think is like playful and fun or like being mean to myself and like, oof, something's definitely wrong, right? Like you get to decide, you get to listen in on how you talk about and to yourself and you get to change what that conversation sounds like. 
And that's been like a really fun thing because what I choose to think about myself is like, I'm hilarious. <laughs> and I have so much fun with myself. My Myself is the favorite, my favorite person to talk to. And I just have all of these thoughts about myself. And it's a way that I think about myself that I just wasn't even spending time thinking before. I think about my ability to accept myself. Now, my husband actually started this work, which is like he accepted me long before I knew anything about the ability to accept me. And he loved me and he thought I was sexy and he was like so confused by my like thoughts about myself that I was fat. And it's like he always accepted me. And then I learned how to accept me. And I was like, what? <laughs> like my mind is still broken at my ability to accept myself. I was reading this book today and one of the things that they said in the book was, why wouldn't you choose to be your best friend? Why wouldn't you choose to look at yourself in the mirror and say, you're strong, you are smart, you're beautiful. And to genuinely see how that's true. And so often when we look in the mirror, we're taught to compare ourselves to someone else instead of seeing ourselves through that lens. And when I think about one of the things that's so different from when I was 30 to now 36, it's like I didn't know I was capable of looking in the mirror and saying, I am beautiful. I am strong. I'm smart. And just letting that be a fact. In fact, one of my favorite things to think about, and another thing that is different are my relationship, is my relationship with myself and the headspace I use on my weight. And I think about all the years that I've had a weight goal. And this year I've had the most breakthrough, the most like, I mean, breakthrough, aha, same exact wording, right? But I have just developed such a different relationship with myself than I've ever had before. And so many areas that I've like bent my mind and I'm like, what? <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense to me or, you know, just, it, I mean, just, it's crazy to me, right? I could do an entire episode on this one thought that changed everything with my relationship with myself and the number on the scale. And, but it's like that as a, as a change in my head is so different than the person when I was 30 who was judging myself, who constantly thought my weight was a problem. And one of the things I I keep remembering and I find hilarious over and over is that prior to my, so I have a 18 year old, seven year old and a five year old. And before I had these second set of kids, I remember thinking that I was fat. And I mean, it felt like a fact, you guys. So when you look in the mirror and you're like, I'm not beautiful, you're like, it's a fact. I want you to hear, I thought that I was fat and that it was a fact. And now when I look back, I'm like, what? I was so skinny. That's crazy. But the very cool thing for me to realize now is that I have this awareness that my mind will think thoughts that aren't true or false, right? It's just thinking a thought. And that I don't have to believe every thought that I have. And I've had that awareness for a while, but it's like now when I experience myself, I rarely say to myself that I'm chubby or fat or whatever, right? Because the thought I have is I actually have no ability to know. (laughs) I'm like, my eyes and my brain connection don't always, like I have to create that on purpose because when I've seen what I thought in the past, it was wrong. But that relationship with myself is so different. 
My experience of parenting my children, so completely different. Oh my goodness. I was thinking back to like what was different when I was 30 and we had the seven-year-old Amelia and I think that might have been the year that I got pregnant with Nora and had her. I don't know. It's hard to keep track of exactly. And I'm pretty sure that's the same year that my 18-year-old moved out. And so I raised her for the first 13 years of her life. And then she, uh, I don't know, like, what's the nice way? She kind of went crazy. I don't know. And she thought everything would be better if she went and lived at her dad's house. And I remember that was a really challenging experience for me because in my own mind, I had failed her and... Um, you know, I, my kid didn't even want me to like raise her and I took it, I took it pretty personally and that felt really hard at the time. And yet it was also very relieving because it was very challenging to parent her. And it's like, I constantly felt like I was failing at it. So when she left, it was that sense of like relief paired with like self judgment, (laughs) but she went and lived with her dad and she lived there for five years and just came back this year to finish her senior year. And... I think about all that time she was gone and it's like, I became a different person. I became a different parent in five or six years. And I think about how it's like, I have not done any, I've done very little coaching. Um, I do more now on my 18 year old than I have in (laughs) all the years I've had coaching. But it's like my experience parenting is so different than it was five or six years ago just because of how I have changed in coaching myself and in building my business. I look at my business and I'm like, oh my gosh, like 2018 was my first $120,000 year, but 2017 and 2016, I made $6,000. And I look at that and it's like, I would never have known how far I would be. Not just in money amounts, because that has changed, but it's like in the growth and in the belief and in the, the the confidence and the ability to like look at the business I have and genuinely believe like, yeah, I see exactly how I created this and I see how I'm creating the next part. And right, if we come back to this one thought, which is the thoughts about where you are right now, my thought is I feel really good about where I am at 36 years old. And that thought seems really simple, but hear it, right? Like everything I built under that was me thinking about all the ways I am so content and satisfied with this life that I have. And some of you might say, well, I don't have some of that stuff yet. I still want that. But the way that you create content in your life is that you look at where you are now and you find how this is true, that you feel really good about where you are. Because if I would have answered the same question when I was 30, I would have completely different answers, but that would be part of the fun of it, right? At 30, and when I I wasn't thinking this thought because I didn't know to think this thought, but had I thought this thought and I was finding out how it was true at 30, I would have thought about things like how I was investing in real estate and how we had two incomes while I stayed home and how, you know, I was figuring this thing out and how we had this new baby and... Like, I was so glad to be able to stay home with her and just snuggle her. And we look at all the pictures of her and I'm like, oh, she's so cute. Right? All my babies actually. But, right? Like, I would say something different at each stage, which means that for you to feel content right now, whether it's your birthday or not, you just have to find the way that it's true. Not some, like, airy-fairy thought that you wish you believed, 
but genuinely how you can think, I feel really good about where I am right now and see how it's true. One of the things that I think about that I learned to create this for myself, right, this contentment where I am, is that I realized that the only thing, I mean, I was taught it in coaching, but I keep realizing it over and over again because you don't just learn it once. But I realized that everything that I wanted was an emotion. And so when I look at my business goals, when I look at things I want in my life, I remember to ask myself, what am I hoping that I'm going to feel? What do I think I'm going to feel when I get there? And I make sure to give my own self the emotions that I need to be a like standalone, whole, sufficient human and then show up to everything I want. And what I discovered, I did not discover this just right off the bat, right? So it's like, you're not supposed to either. But I discovered there were some very basic emotions I wanted to feel on a regular basis. And I realized that I was supposed to give myself. And there are emotions like feeling accomplished. And this one could be like successful, but I've played with it a little bit. And it's like, I don't necessarily like, I want to feel proud. I want to feel accomplished, but you play with the exact words. I wanted to feel proud. I wanted to feel self-accepting. That's one of the things is like when I feel that on a regular basis, like I have so much more to give others and I have such a better experience of myself. One of the feelings I wanted to feel was self-trust. I didn't even know that was a thing, you guys. And then when I learned how to have these thoughts that rely on me, I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, that's an entire grouping of thoughts I never had. And self-trust is this contentment with yourself And this like belief that you're going to take care of yourself and not in like a pay your bills kind of way, but in a emotional, like I'm willing to choose between these two things because no matter which one I choose, I'm going to take care of me. I'm not going to put myself down. I'm not going to speak harshly to myself. Or if I do, right, there's always that like caveat. I'm going to just come back and keep loving myself or Once I make a decision and I learn from it and I figure out like, oh, I'm like, let's keep going. Like, I just trust myself to keep making more decisions and to learn from it either intentionally or on accident, but to keep going and to have that sense where I wrap myself in this like warm blanket of, of like, yeah, we're good. Another feeling is feeling present. Again, had, I had no idea that that was a thing. I was so busy in my mind jumping around, which I still totally do, but I was so busy in my mind that I didn't realize that I was just a couple of breaths and some habit building away from like taking deep breaths and being in this moment. I think I actually learned how to do it sitting in the ocean, sitting by the ocean and listening to the waves. It was the first time. And it's like, I remember experiencing the ocean meditating me because I didn't know how to meditate. I didn't have the patience. I didn't have the skill of calming my mind. But when I sat by the ocean, I felt that calm happen to me. And I did it enough times. I'm not saying a lot, but it's like I did it enough times where now I can meditate myself watching the leaves blow. And I'm like, whoa, that feels amazing. (laughs) And I think about that. It's like I didn't have that skill before of being present, of clearing my mind. And I just learned how to do it. That's actually why for the mastermind in July, we're going to meet in what's that place called I think it's called Tampa 
yeah, Tampa, Florida. And I got this hotel and we're going to be right on the beach and it's like lunchtime and, you know, whatever other time they want to spend. It's like, that's going to be part of the assignment is like, we're not just in this boardroom to coach. We're not just in this boardroom to make decisions about your business, but you're here to practice being meditated. <laughs> you're here to learn how to quiet and slow your mind so that you can become the user of it at a higher level. So I think about these emotions that I learned how to feel and the value that they've had on my life. And I just keep coming back to, like, I feel really good about where I am. And hear how much depth that has and how it's like, of course, I feel content when I believe that. And I have all of these, these places I can go to in my mind. But where you are right now is a choice that you can think about. You can think about where you are right now on purpose. That's what I'm trying to say. So that's one area of like how I'm thinking about myself on my birthday, right? I'm, I'm going to keep reminding myself of all the thoughts I want, but a birthday is just a good time to stop and realize what am I thinking about myself? One of the exercises I teach in my program actually is like drawing a line down the middle of a piece of paper and maybe you put yourself at the top of it, your name, right? But it's, it's essentially you. And you just be aware of like, what do you think about yourself? And anything that seems maybe not helpful, you put on one side. And then anything that seems helpful, you put on the other. And you just, you create and allow space for both of them. But it gives you a sense of awareness of like, oh yeah, these are the thoughts I have about me. The second area that I want to encourage you to think on purpose about for yourself is your future. And so when I think about it being my birthday, and I think about the future, what I'm thinking is, I have created massive change in less than five years. I can't wait to see what I can do by 40. And if I only think this on my birthday, that's okay, right? If you only think certain thoughts at certain times, that's okay. But I'm teaching myself to kind of look back and, and see, right? That was the very first thought is it's like, I'm looking back at the last five years. I'm looking back at the last six years because it's 36 years, right? And I just feel very in awe of how much progress I've made towards the things I want in my life. And it's like, I have this bubbling sense of excitement that it's like, oh my gosh, like I can't even, you guys, I can't even wait. <laughs> okay, I can. <laughs> but I'm, I'm so eager and delighted to see what 40 is going to hold for me. And so often when people are aging, I hear them look at 40 and they judge it as like, oh, I'm going to be old and I'm going to be wrinkly or like, I don't know, some sense of like society's expectation of women. And it's like, I am just thinking about like, I already see how much like all this change and what's possible. And it's like, I just have nothing but great thoughts about aging. I guess that's the other thing, right? Is like, because I'm looking to the future. I'm looking to the past and seeing how I love it. And I'm looking to the future and I'm seeing what's possible. And I'm deciding how I want to use my life. And I just, I'm pretty clear about how I'm going to use the next four years. So it's like, yeah, I'm still doing coaching. By the time I'm 40, we're still doing coaching. We're still doing all these fun things. And it's like, I look forward to seeing what that plays out to. And there's lots of things you can break that down, right? It might be you thinking about like, oh, I didn't even know. Like I think about mindset. It's like, I didn't even know mindset was a thing when I was 30. And then here I am. 
And so when I use that to think about my future, there's this part of my brain that kind of bends a little bit. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what else am I going to not have any idea about? And suddenly I'll know about it by the time I'm 40. And I'm going to be like, ooh, that's amazing. I think about that in my marriage, actually. We're going to celebrate 11 years married this year. And there are certain, I mean, I talked to you earlier about like, we've worked on creating this passionate, obsessive relationship. And it's shown up in lots of ways in our sex life. And there are little things that we've done differently that I'm like, you are kidding me. What were we doing those 11 years? It's like, this is the best sex of our life. This is the best relationship of our life. Or okay, our marriage, but still same things. And when I think about the future, the same thing with my husband is I, I just keep thinking, right? This is general life, but it's also in these other areas like my business, my marriage, my children. It's like, I have this sense that it's like, I don't even like, there's going to be tiny little things that change that are going to blow my mind. And I'm not even going to realize they were possible. And how I know that they're going to happen is because they've already been happening. And every time they happen, I'm like, oh my gosh, that just like bends all realms of possibility for me. So you can think about where you are right now, very intentionally. And my thought for that is, I feel really good about where I am. You can also think about your future. And my thought for that is, I've created massive change in less than five years. I can't wait to see what else I do. I can't wait to see what four day looks like. And then the last thought I have, and I think this is just a good aging thought, but you know, good is relative. (laughs) And my thought is, I am so young. And I, I mean, we kind of, I talked, I talked about this last one, like society's view of women, but it's like, I don't know. My kids like to tell me I'm not old, not young, but I'm like, what are you talking about? I am 36 years old. I am so young. I'm not exactly sure on the math of this. So don't, don't correct me if I'm wrong here, but it's like, I've only been an adult for like 17 years, right? I was 18. And then I turned like, like there's like 17 years since I was 18. And when I look at my 18-year-old, I'm like, whew, I was actually way more mature at 18 than she is. <laughs> but like, I am so young. I have had 17 years of adult life and I'm like really impressed with what I've done and who I've become. And it feels very young in perspective to 100 years of life. My grandma's 93, so it's like, I have really good reason to believe I'm gonna live to 100. I, of course, I have no idea but I'm just choosing to believe like in relation to lifespan, I am so young. And when I see myself through the lens of being young, I value this stage differently. Whereas it's like when I look at my brother, I mean, I don't know exactly what he's thinking, but it's like, I think he's thinking things like he's not where he wants to be or he wishes he was further along or, you know, that he's getting old or, I don't know all these things and it's like for all of you like these are very optional ways of experiencing yourself and they're very optional ways of experiencing aging even down to how you view yourself as a woman I remember I had this great conversation it was pretty short but with Susie Susie and I remember telling her something to the effect of how men just get hotter and hotter and like women don't (laughs) and she like corrected me and I was like thank you. She corrected my thinking in that moment. And basically what she said was like, okay, I don't remember exactly what she said, but it was essentially like, why would I ever choose to think that? 
like why wouldn't I choose to see how beautiful women become right because when we're 18 when we're 25 society values that that like that that ideal version which is so hilarious because it's not actually true right like in our mind we picture some skinny whatever but it's like that's not who the majority of people are it's like but we have this image of what hollywood tells us is young and beautiful and it's like that person has no life experience right and so it's like when i value myself at this age i am also valuing my life experience and when she told me, like, why would you ever choose to think that about women? And it's like, we, why wouldn't we choose to look at our wrinkles? Why wouldn't we choose to look at how our body has changed and see that as a chance to honor ourselves and love ourselves and love other women and love that experience of life? And when she said that, I just, I, was, I mean, again, I don't remember exactly what she said. She's going to listen to this and be like, uh, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> That's not how I remember it. But I was impacted by that. And I know every time my mind has wanted to catch me after that, thinking that men get hotter, I'm just like, not a chance. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even give room for that anymore. Instead, I just choose to focus on, like, I get to decide what beautiful looks like. And I get to see myself as beautiful, no matter how that looks. And I get to see other women as beautiful. And I get to practice that awareness of like, oh, here's what society says, right? Society wants to sell us anti-aging creams and plastic surgery and all of these things. And it's like, I get to choose how I see myself and how I see other women. And I get to choose what I think about them. I actually just recently, okay, I probably shouldn't tell you all the things I Google, but I Google a lot of crazy things. <laughs> So I tell my husband, I'm like, if we ever get hacked, it's totally me. I just, I, I get curious and then I want to know and then I Google it. <laughs> and so here was the thing I Googled. I highly recommend it. <laughs> That's right. I highly recommend you Google this. I Googled before and after pictures of a breast lift. Now, why? I don't want to tell you why. It doesn't actually matter. <laughs> but it was just like somebody said something about it and I was like, oh, I wonder what that looks like. And then when I looked at these women's breasts, my takeaway was my breasts look fantastic. And then I texted my husband and I was like, did you know that my breasts look fantastic? And he texted me back. He's like, yeah, I knew. <laughs> and it was like, once I started looking at these pictures of other women's breasts, I was just like, I realized I wasn't thinking that thought about my own breasts. And I was like, right. And I'm not saying anything about theirs. But it was like, as I looked at different women's breasts, it's like, oh, so usually what we see are women's breasts who've been, you know, they're, they're young, they've never had children, they've never breastfed, they're, you know, they've had whatever done, or we see them with brawls on, that's a completely different experience. And it's like, when you look in the mirror at your own breasts, and you're like, nice, these are good, I like these, right? Like, it's a whole thought process I wasn't thinking, and... I just, I never thought to think it. And as soon as I Googled that, I was like, what? <laughs> That's a whole new thought. I wasn't even thinking to think about myself. So on my birthday today, and for you today, whether it's your birthday or not, although that's super cool if it is, because we might have the same birthday. I want to encourage you that there are three areas you can be thinking about yourself. One of them is about you right now in this moment and you get to choose these thoughts and find the ones that are true, not just making up thoughts that you don't believe yet, but you get to see how true it is that you feel really good about where you are right now. You get to look at your future and think anything you want. 
You get to be eager for it. You get to believe that you show up and create the things you want because you don't quit. And the third area is about yourself aging because, right, like what a gift we have to age. And you get to think about that on purpose, even in a society where we are in like inadvertently fed ways to think about it. It's like we get to break every one of those and we get to replace it with something that we want. And for me, I don't even have to try that hard to think. I am so young. Like my brain is totally on board with that. And I'm like, agreed. And I don't know, right? Like that thought might not still work for me in five years or 15 years or whatever. But today it does. And I see how it's true. And your thought might be different about aging, but I want to encourage you to think about it on purpose. Okay, that's it. That's it for today. These are birthday thoughts, thoughts about yourself, whatever you want to call it. But if you just take away one thought from today, you got everything you needed. If you take away one realization like, oh my gosh, I can think thoughts about myself on purpose, it was all worth it. That was the birthday gift I got to give you. Okay, talk to you next week. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. I have a daily practice that'll help you feel powerful, focused, and comforted in the discomfort of growing your business. This mental routine will help you create any goal you're working on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. Just like this podcast, it's free. I'll see you over in your inbox.